Welcome to the podcast. I'm Lance Wigton. I'm the Communications Director here at Real Life Ministries. And again, I'm with my good friend, Jim Puppin. That's better, isn't it? Yeah, that's good. Today we're talking about uh, how to witness to other religions. Uh, first of all, Jim, um, in the New Testament, well, the entire Bible, but specifically in the New Testament, there is... Uh, a combination of warning and uh, a charge for us to go into the world, but a uh, warning not to change. And but yet now we have all of these religions. Yeah. Um, what, what what do we do with that as Christians? And we're trying to and we're trying to be uh, follow the mission, follow the the charge, which is to reach out the world. But they're playing on a different playing field. How do we do that? Yeah. Yeah, your point of in the Old Testament and the New Testament, it was it was um, in both cases from God, mm-hmm. uh, Old Covenant, New Covenant, a warning to obey the laws that were given, uh, a warning against false prophets who would come and change those things in the Old Testament, mm-hmm. clear warning. Um, uh, in the New Testament, same thing. Uh, here's the truth. Um, Contend for the faith that was once for all entrusted to the to the saints in mm-hmm. Hebrews. Um, mm-hmm. uh, people will secretly introduce things, uh, and so you've got this. Here's the truth: covenant given by God through Scripture. Obey it. Mm-hmm. Watch out for people who are coming to change it. And Jesus Himself, you know, in Matthew 24, tells us that. Uh, there will be false prophets who will come. People will actually leave the faith. They'll mm-hmm. actually, um, their love will grow cold. They will they will fall into to all of this. And so he gives it as a warning. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the scriptures tell us that the devil is a liar, a deceiver, and, and he's captured the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he, he, you know, our job is to come with the message of the light. Jesus came as the light into darkness as the hero of the story to save us from deception, mm-hmm. self-deception, spiritual deception, cultural deception. And our job is to go into the world and preach the truth. Mm-hmm. And so we're to hold to the truth, be careful from about anyone. So it, when there's this warning from the beginning, here it is, don't let anybody change it. Anybody coming with something new, we, we should be skeptical about. Mm-hmm. And so when you go back in... in uh, at the time in which Jesus was sending people into the world, Jesus said, people are going to kill you and think they're doing God a favor. Uh, you're not going into the world to affirm their religions. You're going into a world that's deceived to bring good news of the gospel from the one true God uh, and Jesus, God the Son, the Savior. And and so every one of the disciples were killed. And they were offered opportunities to change. And, and again, people did try to change the scriptures, and it was addressed by Paul and, and the rest of the, the uh, disciples, the apostles of Jesus, mm-hmm. to confront that and say, no, you know, First John, test the spirits to see where they are from God, because many false prophets have come into the world. And, and what's interesting is this deals with both the cults, and other religions, but it also deals with what's called the Christian cults. Mm-hmm. Um, the cults would be like Islam, um, the Baha'i, Buddhism, Hinduism, Zoroaster, mm-hmm. you know, you name it, paganism. Mm-hmm. And the Christian cults would be like Mormonism, Jehovah Witness, 
some of these offshoot groups that distort who Jesus is. And in Scripture, we're to go into lost people, uh, to lost people, reach them, knowing full well that that we're going to be persecuted for that. Mm-hmm. And then we're to protect from these Christian cults that spring up internally. Well, the, the persecution uh, is completely different with the two groups. You know, you, were, you talk about other countries where uh, the Muslims are more... Uh, active and, and and Christians are actually getting killed for their faith, yeah. which is you know what you were alluding to before, and uh, it's easy to see the deception there, and and I think it's easier almost um, at least mentally for Christians to draw a line in their in the in their head and say this is where I'm going to stop because this is where the line is. This time of the year, the spring, uh, I always think it's so interesting because weeds grow real fast right now. Everything's growing real fast. Mm-hmm. But you'll you'll come up to uh, one of your plants, and and you have to look very careful. And there's a weed, and the weeds actually match the plant that they're next to. They actually can change their whole shape, and and it, dece- it deceive us basically on on what is a weed and what is not. And I feel like that is the issue with these with these Christian cults, like you're talking about. They 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 say the right thing. They are incredibly deceptive, but it is one of Satan's strategy. That's such a great analogy, because you're right. I'm dealing with this right now. You've got a bush that looks like the same bush, very similar. But Mm -hmm. the only way to figure it out is you've got to get in and go, is there two different root systems here? Mm, And you've got to pull it apart and go, oh, no, this isn't that. And then you pull it. It looks the same on top, on the surface, but it really isn't. And it's the same, that's what, kind of what was going on with the Gnostics in the, the first century. They were claiming that Jesus was uh, God's son, but not, he didn't come in the flesh. He was mm-hmm. a mirage, mm-hmm. right? And when you go to 1 John, he says, this is of the Antichrist. He doesn't say, hey, since it kind of looks the same at the top, it's actually the same thing. Mm-hmm. He says, no, these are false prophets. And they've actually changed who Jesus is. Mm-hmm. Where you know they're saying he is—that's um, um, his name, Jesus. Mm-hmm. And yes, he came from heaven, but he actually came from the New Testament, kind of a separate, different God than the Old Testament. Mm-hmm. And he didn't come in the flesh. And and John's going, no, that's of the Antichrist. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you think about Mormonism, for instance, they say they're the same thing, mm-hmm. right? Because they use the same names, God. In the English, um, Jesus, they they use some of the same characters, Lucifer, right? Mm-hmm. But you don't know if you unless you look down into this and go, wait a minute, their God was a man on a planet who became good enough mm-hmm. to have his own planet, Elohim, and where the Bible says, no, wait a minute, there's one God. He has no beginning and no end. Uh, they're saying, no, there's a bunch of gods. Mm-hmm. And you can become a god too and get your own planet if you're righteous enough. They say that Jesus and Lucifer were brothers born to Elohim Mm -hmm. and that there was a civil war in heaven. And when you start to unpack who they're saying Jesus is, much like in the first century where the Gnostics were saying, yes, there's a Jesus, and yes, he did a bunch of this stuff, but really there's a secret knowledge that you don't know, and it's different. Unless you push into that, it Mm -hmm. all looks the same. Mm -hmm. Which, I mean, in this case, if we look look at... um you know, I, I want to I want to bring up the Mormons. I'm not just banging on the Mormons. It's it's all of these 
groups, but um, the Mormons, uh, they care about the family. They have family yeah. night. Um, uh, generally, they are... They uh, even have many of our same commands in Scripture. That's exactly right. right. And the problem is, though, it doesn't matter if you have the same moral system. None of us can be saved by a moral system. That's right. Right? We're, the, the, the law was given, and yes, it helps us create... Uh, um, you know, a positive lifestyle out of chaos, but it also condemns us mm -hmm. because none of us can live the law, which is why the sacrifice of Jesus had to come fully God, fully man, one of the Trinity, uh, never had a beginning, never has an end. He comes down and pays the price for the sin. There's no amount of good works you do for salvation. Mm -hmm. You have to receive Christ. Now, when Jesus comes into you, it does change your life. But you do that. You do what you do not to achieve one of the three levels of mm -hmm. heaven, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. You do what you do because of what Jesus has already done for you. Mm -hmm. And so they change how you're saved. They change who the characters are, but they use the same names. And this is exactly how the enemy works. And it was, listen, it was condemned in the first century mm -hmm. by by the apostles saying, hey, these guys are deceptive. They secretly introduce. And we're told in Galatians 1, if anyone comes to you, mm -hmm. uh, we or an angel from heaven come to you with a different gospel other than the one you have already received, mm -hmm. let them be condemned. Mm -hmm. This is very serious business. So if you understand Christianity, you understand that Joseph Smith comes in the 1800s and he supposedly has a interaction with God. He tells it... It was an angel once, Jesus once. I mean, it, it not it, he, he, each time he kind of tells a different story about the interaction. Right. It's an angel. No, it's Jesus. No, it's God. Right? No, it's God and Jesus. It, depending on when he told it, he told different stories. And and this entity said all the other prophets are wrong, all the other religions are wrong or corrupted, you know. And the, the Christianity, as it's understood in the Bible, has. It has it's not the right Christianity, so I'm going to give you the ability to straighten out everything that's been broken, and you're going to be my prophet. And, and, and so what he's done is he said, the Bible's true in that it was interpreted correctly by Joseph Smith. And Joseph Smith claims to have seen an angel from heaven. You go back historically. Mm -hmm. Jesus said heaven and earth will disappear, but my words will never disappear. In other words, they're going to be protected. Mm -hmm. And if you go back in history, his claim that it had been written and rewritten and lost, we have 2,000-year-old copies and the story of Jesus clearly the same as it was in the beginning. Mm -hmm. Historically, he's wrong on every count. Mm -hmm. And he has fooled a lot of people. It's the same for Jehovah Witnesses, who, are, who they began in the 1800s, um, supposed prophecies. But everybody uses the name of Jesus, and they want to get along with everybody, so they don't want to have these fights. Can't we just get along? And listen, how we handle our differences is also a Christ um, issue. Do you know Jesus? The fruit of the Spirit is love and joy and peace. We're not supposed to be mean. We're not telling them because we hate them. Right. We're telling them because we love them and they've been deceived. And we need to show love in how we deal with the differences. We don't force people to be Christian, mm -hmm. but we share the gospel. But they have to come to, to the gospel and to Jesus as the only way, truth, and life, the only way to the Father, the only name under heaven by which you must mm -hmm. be saved. And... Uh, if, if you, you don't, don't, if you don't do that, you don't love them uh, either. So then, and that's not a fruit of the spirit. If there, ha there has to be some 
there has to be some conflict. It's how are you using that conflict, and you know how how are you interacting uh, with the people? That uh, that analogy that you said about where where is it where is it rooted? I think uh, would this be fair to answer the question? How do I let's say I have a neighbor and they uh, uh, they are. Uh, I'm trying to think of the Tom Cruise religion off the top of my head. I can't think of it. Yes, Christian scientists or the yeah. Scientologists. Scientologists, right. And they, I find out they're a Scientologist. Uh, I have a conversation. It all sounds good. The reality, though, if I'm going to uh, reach those people for Jesus, reach uh, uh, somebody from another religion, is I first need to go to the root. I need to find out actually what they believe, not what... Um, you, you know, not necessarily, not necessarily what they're saying because right. words have different meanings. Right. They could say, well, I believe in Jesus. Well, okay, well, what does that mean to you? What do you believe about Jesus? Right. And you have a conversation, you get to know him, right? But again, you just, you made an assumption. You said, if I'm going to reach them for Jesus, listen, if everybody's saved and we're not supposed to talk about it, I'm not reaching you at all. That's I don't true. have any desire to reach you because you're fine. I'm almost inoculated from the gospel itself, which is why cults are so deceptive. Yeah, because they either tell you, no, we're right about um, how to get saved and you're wrong, mm -hmm. right? And they'll either try to win you and you're trying to win them, or they'll go, well, then let's just not argue about it. Let's just be friends or, let's, or they'll just walk away from you altogether. Right. We could do the same thing. We could go, um, well, I'm just walking away from you. Um, we're just going to agree to disagree, or it just doesn't really matter. No, none of those answers are right. I don't just walk away from you unless, unless you know, I'm going to keep pursuing and trying mm -hmm. to reach you, assuming that I understand that it's my job to reach the world, like mm -hmm. Jesus said. And it's not okay that we disagree. I mean, I can't force you, but I care about you and I love you, and Jesus wants to save you. And you're not okay if you don't know Jesus. Jesus mm -hmm. made it very clear. You are not okay if you have not accepted Jesus. Mm -hmm. Jesus is the only way. And if I care about you, and I know that God loves you and wants to save you, I have to have that conversation. Mm -hmm. Or be praying about an opportunity to do that. Doing good deeds and being kind and hoping that you see a difference in me. Now, again, I can't knock down your door. And you may be like, hey, we, we, let's just say hi in the, in the yard if we're neighbors. Mm -hmm. All right. But if I can find, out, find a way to minister to you, I'm going to, and I'm going to keep praying for you in hopes that I'll get the opportunity to share the difference. But I'm mm -hmm. not going to go, well, you're such a nice person. You must know God. Mm -hmm. No. No. So if, I hear people say this. If you have the fruit of the Spirit, then you must be saved. Mm -hmm. No, no, no. No. Um, people are not, can be nice people and put mm -hmm. on a face and even do the nice things for the wrong reasons. Mm -hmm. And you can even be nice. Right? I mean, there, I'll be honest. There are some people that are nicer as non-Christians than some Christians are as Christians. True. But niceness, apart from truth, um, the truth is, whether you're nice or not, you have to have accepted Jesus as Lord and Savior because you're not perfect. Mm -hmm. No one is. Being nice doesn't get you into heaven. It's what Jesus did on behalf of people who are sinners, and we are all sinners. Mm-hmm. That's really good. Uh, so, uh, re to reach the people, we got to reach them the right way. And the other thing is, uh, and and I, I almost feel like this is a caution as much as an approach. Is know what they 
know what they believe, not necessarily from them because they might not even know. Yeah, I'm that's always a point. I'm always amazed by uh, how deceptive the cults are with their own people with the origin story of their actual faith and uh, to find that out and then you can actually know where they're, where they're rooted. Otherwise, you're going to be deceived yourself. There is a chance that, you know, as the relationship goes, you actually become discipled away from uh, your own Christianity. That happens. And again, that's very true. Um, sometimes people have joined a church because they were nice or whatever, and they mm-hmm. use all the same words, but they don't actually know what the church really believes. Mm-hmm. And if you don't ask the right questions, oftentimes they won't tell you. And so um, you have to become curious and you have to have a relationship. And, you know, going around beating on people isn't going to win people to Jesus. Mm-hmm. I would also say this, you know, like we were talking about the Baha'i a little earlier. Yeah. And that's that's an up and coming religion. It's, hey, can't we all just get along? Even though it's not new. Right. It's not new. But it's kind of taken new ground right. right now, especially with the young people. Um, it's like, hey... It doesn't really matter what religion you are. They kind of all lead to the same place. And and I actually studied the Baha'i when I was deciding on Christianity. So it's old because mm-hmm. I'm old. <laughs> and, uh, and the problem with it is it it's, um, you know, remember, I became a Christian based on just because there's a religion doesn't make it true. It What are the historical roots of it? What do they actually believe? Mm-hmm. And... You know, the Baha'i is kind of like, hey, just be sincere. Um, every religion contains, you know, some truth. It doesn't matter which one. It's like, let's just all get along. Kind of mm-hmm. what I would consider a one world religion. Mm-hmm. You can be a Christian. I'm going to be a Buddhist. But, uh, you know, yes, we'll we should love up, people well. We'll end up in the same place. Right. Yeah. The problem is um, you can't say that Islam and Christianity are the same thing. Both of them are exclusive. Uh, a Muslim, uh, Muhammad didn't teach that that you were okay if you were a Christian or a Jew mm-hmm. or or a pagan. You were actually given the option to become Muslim, convert, or die or go into slavery. Mm-hmm. Um, they would kill you. They conquered an area and forced people to become a, a part of their religion. It's exclusive. And historically, you can't claim some of the tenets of, you know, uh, of Islam and go, you know, uh, they're all the same mm-hmm. and, and, and not understand the differences. Some people might say, well, Christians and, and the Crusades and the Catholics forced people to become Catholic, uh, the Native Americans and all that. Yes, true, they did. But there's a difference between people who came after Christ being stupid and what was Jesus like and his early disciples mm-hmm. like. They didn't force anybody to do anything. Whereas Muhammad did. Mm-hmm. Some of the tenets are similar. Uh, just like, you know, the devil is always going to, you know, say some of the... It, he doesn't care if you if you have some shared morals. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, you being moral is not going to save you. Right. So when you think about the Baha'i... Buddhism, Hinduism, um, uh, Islam. Okay, there is some similarities, but the things that are most important about those religions are not the same. Mm-hmm. How you get saved, how you approach God, who God is. And so um, 
listen, if the Baha'i were true, what that really is saying is just be sincere. Mm-hmm. Believe what you're going to believe. Be a nice person. But who gets to decide what a nice person is? Mm-hmm. Who gets to decide um, in, in the Muslim faith? Um, who gets to decide? Do you actually perform circumcision on girls? Is that nice? That's not nice. Uh, you know, uh, do you actually get to treat women like dogs? Is that, I mean, who gets to decide what is nice mm-hmm. in a faith? Um, that's, that's, that's a, a, you know, there has to be an objective standard that we all live by. We have different views who gets to decide. Mm-hmm. It doesn't actually work in practicality. Somebody has to put together a law mm-hmm. that's moral. Problem is, when you have uh, opposite things being moral in cultures, coming together, that gets really hard, or you just throw open the doors to whatever anybody thinks. Yeah, it's very naive, but on the outside, uh, I can see why it's attractive to a younger generation, because they're talking about peace, uh, you're talking about uh, very little conflict, and uh, you know, you're know you talking about love, and you're talking about serving. Well, but, but it's not. If all truths are okay, just follow your own truth. What if your truth says that you want to sleep with your neighbor's wife, and what about your neighbor's husband? Mm-hmm. And what about my wife? Mm-hmm. Do your own, it, it leads to absolute conflict, mm-hmm. you know, uh, it, 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 because people do what they want to do, and and the problem is when you do what you want to do, it runs right over the top of somebody else's well-being. Mm-hmm. It doesn't lead to less conflict; it leads to more. Right now, different conflict on planet Earth. There's going to be conflict because it's a fallen world, but mm-hmm. it's a whole different um, level. And here's the deal. If God mm-hmm. um, knew that you could be saved outside of Christ, and and the whole Jesus story is historical fact, that would make it different than Joseph Smith's story and, and all that Joseph Smith comes up with, right. right? Or Muhammad or whatever. It's a historical fact. This story is true. It really happened. It's not just a, you have faith in this and you have faith in that. Just because you have faith in something sincerely doesn't make it true. Mm -hmm. Um, If it's a historical fact, and then Jesus said, go into the world and make disciples. He came, died on a cross, and he sent people to go into a a hostile world to give up their life. This makes no sense. Mm -hmm. If everybody's already fine, just because they're sincere... Leave them alone. Any way will do. Right. You know, if they're sincere, be follow the Roman gods. Follow mm-hmm. whatever. No, that's not what Jesus did. It, it, Christianity is unique in that it's based in historical fact. It really happened. Mm-hmm. And what did we find out about God through Jesus Christ? The Bible says in Hebrews that in the past God through, spoke through prophets, but now he speaks through his one and only Son. God the Son, the radiance of God's glory, the exact representation of his being. He came into the world, died on the cross, because it without Christ, if, if you could be saved without Christ, then it is spiritual abuse for Father God to send uh, God the Son down here to die when everybody's fine anyway. Mm-hmm. And to send those guys out with a message that's going to make the world reject them, and they died for that, when they were fine anyway, Christianity makes no sense. Mm-hmm. And so when you're talking about what do you do with other religions, you want to be kind, you want to be considerate, you want to disciple. In the church, you want to disciple people about the differences. You want to teach people the truth. You want to say, no, this is the truth. This is wrong, what they're teaching mm-hmm. or believing. They're wrong. They're deceived. 
We don't wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the spiritual forces in the heavenly realms. They're not the enemy. They're being, they've been captured by the enemy and deceived. They're wrong. There mm -hmm. is absolute objective truth. Now, what do I do with that? Mm -hmm. Well, now in kindness and love, I go and uh, minister to them in hopes that God will grant them repentance, the Bible says. I, I, I don't, I'm not happy about the state they're in. Mm -hmm. I want them to be saved forever. Jesus wants to save me. He waits to return because he wishes none to be lost. So I look for open doors. I try to build bridges that enables me to speak to them in hopes that they'll be one. Mm -hmm. And so um, that's what Christianity is all about. A lot of these people I'm, I'm thinking of, uh, some have already gone uh, off the top of my head. They earnestly uh, were deceived. They, were, they earnestly believed that they were saved. And they were disciplined, a lot, a lot more disciplined in uh, spiritual things than other Christians I know. Uh, do you feel like God uh, understands all that and can look past that? Well, as far as being saved goes. Yeah. Well, when you think about being saved, when a person gets saved, right, you have to ask this question, saved from what? Mm -hmm. The entirety of Scripture is... A story of how we got here created for a purpose we got unplugged we started the process of dying mm -hmm. and God has been pursuing us giving us the opportunity to receive him as Lord and Savior he's in a sense he's saying hey see this world the way it's uh, now functioning it's a result of sin mm -hmm. your own leadership the spiritual forces all that stuff are you done with that yet? Are you ready to start a new heaven and a new earth with me as the king and you trust me and I, what I said to you was true and right? Mm -hmm. And and Jesus came to say, hey, I want to save you from what you've done and give you, help you be born again, mm -hmm. right, into a new life that never ends. Because it doesn't work. Right. And those who refuse that, um, you're going to live forever. The Bible says there's a, you go to Revelation 20 and 21, that there's a great white throne and everybody's going to stand before it. And there's two sets of books. One set of books has every one of our sins. Mm -hmm. uh, and we've all got a, our own book, right? And, uh, and then there's another book. And those who have accepted Christ, they're in the book of life. Mm -hmm. And those who are not in the book of life will be in hell for eternity. That's what the Bible says. Mm -hmm. And those who have accepted Christ will be in the new heaven and the new earth. Mm -hmm. So the Bible is very clear that we're creating the image of God. We're not going to die. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, our bodies will die. But then there's a part of us that from the moment of conception, it's eternal mm -hmm. in one place or the other. That's what the Bible says. Mm -hmm. All we can do is, is, is tell people what the Bible said. And, and the Bible says that there is only one way to salvation. In Acts 4, it says, There's no other name under heaven by which you must be saved but by the name of Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. uh, Jesus himself said in John 14, I am the way, the truth, and the life, and no one comes to the Father except through me. All right, so we believe that Jesus obviously uh, is the Messiah. He, he's God in the, in the flesh. He speaks for the Father. Mm -hmm. We believe that the New Testament says what it says. And we were sent to go into the world to people who, if you go to John 3.16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have eternal life. Then he goes on to say that he didn't come to condemn the world. The world was already condemned. Mm -hmm. So in a sense, 
the river is going to the lake of fire. Mm-hmm. Right? Already. Already. Yeah. He's created a diversion out of that. And if you don't accept that, that sort of stream into living water, you're going to the lake of fire. Mm-hmm. So Jesus is saying, in, that, in effect in John 3, that unless you take the diversion of Jesus, the river flows to one place. Mm-hmm. Right? Unless you take the river of life and you get to choose it. So when you talk about people who sincerely believe what they believe, and maybe they didn't know the truth or mm-hmm. maybe they've never heard the truth— First of all, if Christians were doing what we were told to do, going into the world and making disciples, Mm -hmm. there wouldn't be anybody who didn't know. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't mean there wouldn't be people who didn't believe. Yeah. So here's what I know for sure. If you've heard the message and you've rejected it and refused Christ, Mm -hmm. there's only one place left. And uh, um, Even even if I think that I did accept Jesus. It's just a different Jesus. It's not really Jesus. Yeah. And I believe that all I can do is trust the scriptures on this. Um, when, in, like, for instance, Revelation, you've got the Jews, right, who um, they believe in the Old Testament alone and they have not accepted Jesus. They believe in a, a, a Messiah but, but Messiah, not Jesus. Yeah, Messiah. And God. and if you go to Revelation two and three, John, by the power of the Holy Spirit, says they're a synagogue of Satan. Mm. That's what he calls them, the synagogue mm-hmm. of Satan. Right? Um, there are people who have been deceived. There is plenty of evidence in the world to see there is a God. General mm-hmm. Revelation, Romans one says they're without excuse. Um, Jesus came to the earth, and, and again, um, if Jesus wouldn't have come, Jesus said, then they would have an excuse, but he did come. He did mm-hmm. do things. And so um, here's what I know. If they were already fine, why send us out? Just because they're sincere, then they're fine. Why would we go out and die? Mm-hmm. Why would Jesus have died if they were already fine? Mm-hmm. Um so my job really is this. I'm going to share the gospel. I'm going to share the truth, which includes the bad news before the good news. The bad news, we were all going here, all falling short of the glory of God. Mm-hmm. That's part of the gospel. Mm-hmm. The good news is Jesus is the Messiah and he saves us. Mm-hmm. And he benefits us in life and in eternity. Um, if Jesus has some other way of judging people, that's totally up to him. Mm-hmm. Right? Right. He's God. Now, he won't contradict God will not say one thing and contradict right. it. Um, you know, he, if he said it, it's true. If there's another way that I'm unaware of, mm-hmm. that's for God to decide. As an obedient Christian who's doing what he told me to do, mm-hmm. I am without excuse. I know the truth. I have been given a mission, and I am to go through with that mission to reach the world, to share Christ, to be a disciple, following Jesus, being changed by Jesus, committed to the mission of Jesus. And I'm going to, if somebody hasn't accepted Christ, but they're sincere, I'm sincerely going to, because I love them Mm -hmm. and I care about them, I'm going to keep serving, ministering, praying, hoping for the opportunity to Mm -hmm. share. Because Because the stakes are that high. They're that high. There is a real heaven, a real hell, a real judgment seat. And God has told us what to do as believers. Mm -hmm. We are a light of the world. 
And, um, you know, there is a hell. And the Bible's very clear that the devil will be there and his angels, his demons, mm -hmm. and that people who have rejected will be there. Revelation 20. Uh, then those uh, who, uh, you know, who come before the throne of God and they don't know, it says then death and Hades are thrown in the lake of fire and the lake of fire is the second death. And anyone whose name is not written in the book of life will be thrown into the lake of fire. Mm -hmm. That's the last of the book of Revelation of the Revelation of the New Testament. Pretty important that it finishes with that. Mm -hmm. But those who do believe there'll be a new heaven and a new earth. The old order of things has passed away. God will walk with his people. There will be no more tears or crying or suffering or pain. The old order of things have passed. And he says, Behold, I am making all things new. Who will be there? Those who have received Christ and are in the book uh, of life. Mm -hmm. So that's what we know. That's what we respond to. I'm not just wishful hoping some other way. It, it, that's, that's for God to do. Um, all I know is what I've been told, and that's what I'm to act upon. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, thanks, Jim. Uh, it's a big topic. Is there are a lot of religions, and, and there's a lot of ways that Satan tries to deceive the world, and he's very good at it. And uh, this helps us uh, reach out to our neighbors, and because just like you said, the cost is high.